Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And man, what a week. What a week. It was nice to get uh, 10 days off from the podcast, not because I don't like doing it, but it really takes a lot of my time. So to that, um, I'm not, you know, not going to do the podcast because that would be silly. But I want to go back to making it, you know, three, maybe four stories uh, because I get excited. There's so many different stories out there. I'm like, man, I want to highlight this, and I want to highlight that, and I want to mention this, and I want to mention that, which I guess are essentially the same examples I just gave you. Anyway, but the problem is I don't have the time to do the necessary research to do all of the articles that I want to do. And then on top of that, I just kind of think it would be boring because, as you know, at about the 20-minute mark, more than normal, I just start to babble. And I don't think that that's entertaining for anybody. And uh, I would really hate to have uh, to bore listeners and have them leave. So uh, trying to get better at this podcasting thing, trying to be a little bit more engaging, a little more entertaining. And it's really hard for me not to just kind of like I'm kind of like a whole hog kind of guy where I'll just go out and... uh, I'll just go crazy, and a lot of people are like, you know what, it's probably better that you rein it back a little bit, and uh, I'm trying to stay constrained and somewhat entertaining. So here's what I'm doing. Um, I bought a domain name, which I had already owned, so I got my domain name that I owned, kilowatt.bz, I attached that to my grid hosting service. So if you go to www.kilowatt.bz or that's boy z or you go to kilowatt.bz.boyz then you can uh look at all the articles that I considered for the podcast. Um I put them in two different I did this on the last episode. So I put them in two different categories. One are the articles that I did and the other ones the articles that I thought were neat and worth reading. So and I go through, man, um, I go through thousands, nah, thousands. I go through hundreds of articles a week, thousands a month probably, um, and try and boil down what I think is interesting into four or five articles, 20 hour, maybe 20, 25 articles a month. 
So there's a lot, and there's a lot that I I just feel like I'm falling down on the job by not mentioning. So go there, kilowatt.bz, and uh, not B-I-Z, not biz, just B-Z, boy Z. And uh, if, if you like those articles or you think something should have been in the show that I didn't add to the show, send me an email, let me know, uh, send me a voice message, whatever. Uh, you can even text that number that I give at the end of the show. So, yeah, and um, we had a crazy amount of uh, new listeners this month. Um, we almost, I mean, just a hair under tripled what we did in October and November for listeners. So thank you very much. That is uh, awesome. I've never had a podcast that has this many listeners. And um, I don't know. It's really exciting. I, I love it, and I love you guys for listening. Thank you very much for doing that. So let's kind of go through uh, my statistics. I use a hosting service for my for this podcast called Simplecast, and it doesn't give me a whole lot of information, but uh, 66% of our listeners come from the United States, which is, you know, a lot. 10% come from Sweden, 7% come from Germany, 5% Almost 6% come from United Kingdom. Uh, then we have Denmark, France, the Netherlands, Ireland, Italy, Australia, and Hong Kong. And if you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're an old listener, or with old, this whole podcast has only been around for like three months. If you were here from the beginning or close to the beginning, thanks so much for sticking with us. Me, the royal me, we. I really appreciate it. So, without too much more delay let's go ahead and check out our podcast our uh, our articles first story is from Stephen edelston from green car reports and um so i thought this was a neat idea so what he did is he put together cars that 2017 models of electric cars that go over 100 miles um <clears throat> Most of these cars are still in the high 20s to high $30,000 range. So, um, you know, for that much money, you know, either buy the Bolt or wait for the, wait for the um, Model 3. But you got the, of course, you have the Tesla um, models, and then you have the Bolt. Those all are over 300 and then you have the VW e-Golf, which is 124 miles. The Hyundai Ioniq, which is 124 miles range. The Ford Focus was 115. You know, I'm a little upset. Ford had has had this Focus for a while. And uh, 115, I think it was started off at like 98 or something like that. Uh, Ford, get your crap together, man. Uh, you should be way over at least 200 miles on range because you're it's not like this is a new thing same thing with bmw the bmw i3 2017 is going to range of 114 miles the nissan leaf has 107 and even the the nissan leaf fully decked out i think is 28 uh, or a little over thirty thousand dollars and then cars that came close but kind of fell short were the kia soul ev at 87 miles the fiat 500e and the mitsubishi I me EV, I M I EV, which I think the Mitsubishi is only in Oregon and California. But anyway, I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, 
man, more on what we talked about last week with the um, Citizens for the Republic, which is this group that that's targeting Tesla and Elon Musk and spreading basically misinformation about uh, the company. Um, what they're saying is Tesla's defrauding Tesla and Elon Musk are defrauding uh, American taxpayers. They are against subsidies, which, by the way, in most cases, I'm also against subsidies. So I'm not I'm not deaf to that part because I think we give uh, corporate way too much corporate welfare out. Uh, but um, let's see, they're against everyone who gets subsidies. Um, so what Fred Lambert did is he went to a, this is from Electric, he went to a group and did some research. There's actually a group that, that manages this. And let me pull it up here because I didn't have it on my iPad. Still looking. Here we go. And pulling up the electric site, electric.co. So basically what this group does, it's called Good Jobs First. And this these are all their numbers, and I haven't independently verified that these are true. But basically, uh, Tesla took... Um, eight subsidies and for the total of, and this is state and local subsidies, they took no federal subsidies. They took eight state and local fe- subsidies of $2.4 billion. And they took a federal loan of $465 million, which they paid back. And let's see here. And then there's uh, like Fiat Chrysler just talks about the subsidies and grants. Um, and this includes tax credit and federal loans. So uh, Fiat Chrysler took $2 billion in state and local uh, subsidies uh, with 108 of these, uh, first, um, 108 subsidies at $2 billion. 26 subsidies from the federal government at $100 million uh, for a total of $2 billion in subsidies, which, you know, it's not too far away from... Um, Tesla, the federal loans, uh, and I don't know if they've paid these back or not, they took 76 federal loans at $17 billion, so almost $17.6 billion. So, and then we have GM took $5 billion and uh, 370 state and local subsidies, $500 million of federal subsidies for a total of $5.8 billion. And then they also took out a $50 billion in federal loans. Again, I don't know if these were paid back, but a pretty high number. Uh, that's she. Ford, $3.8 billion, uh, $3.8 billion in state and local, $222 million in federal for a total of $4 billion in subsidies, just a little over, and $27.5 billion in federal loans. And, uh, yeah, so that's that. It also gives some other things here. Um, so Tesla, Tesla Solar City uh, versus, uh, and subsidies versus Exxon. So Solar City and subsidies received both federal and 
State $1.1 billion and no loans from the federal government. Exxon received $420 million in subsidies uh, from state and local and $3.85 million in loans or bailouts. So, you know what? Uh, I think Elon Musk said this in a... Um, Let's see. Elon Musk said this in an earnings call, I think, or maybe it was the the uh, meeting about uh, the merger between Solar City and Tesla. But he said, "Get do away with the subsidies." And you know what? I agree with that. I, I don't think that. I think that if a company's going away and there's going to be a detriment to the society, then you you help them out with low interest loans. But I don't think I think subsidies need to go away. I'm not a big fan of corporate welfare. I do believe in free markets, but government bailing out companies that are making billions of dollars and CEOs that are making hundreds of millions of dollars doesn't make a lot of sense to me, um, especially when you have people out there who uh, who are paying a large, large. I mean, Donald Trump, our future president, says he pays no taxes. And that's good business sense. So, you know, there's all sorts of ways for government, uh, businesses to make their money. Anyway, moving on. Um, the Chevy Bolt has its own design studio. You can go to Chevy's website and you can order your own very, you can order your very own Chevy Bolt or at least, you know, customize it, which you can't customize it that much. If you want something other than like a shade of silver, it's like a $385 paint upgrade. And I call shenanigans on that. Um, also, um, if you want the portable charging cable, it's a five hundred dollar plus five hundred plus dollar cable. It's ex it's expensive. I don't know why in God's name you would do that. Um, but I went ahead and customized what I thought I could use on a car, and without the subsidies, I was at forty four thousand four hundred forty dollars for an electric car that's got a three hundred mile range. And I don't know because Tesla hasn't opened up the design studio for the Model Three, where that would compare. But if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I think the Bolt is ugly. I mean, if you want an electric car now, or if you think the Bolt looks good. I, I mean, I've heard good things about it, but I, I think it's a really ugly car that I would not want to drive around. I wouldn't have fun driving around in that car. Just because I just, every time I'd look at it, it just looks like what somebody thinks an electric vehicle should look like. And it's, I don't know. To me, it's gross. Um, Next story. This is, uh, this is actually something that really excites me. Fred Lambert at Electric, um, reported that Lucid Motors is going to build a factory for their electric car in Casa Grande, Arizona. And uh, the factory will uh, they'll begin building in 2017, and production on their new car will begin in 2018. Now, Governor Doug Ducey and uh, the Sonoran governor from Mexico uh, they had a joint conference here in Phoenix. I didn't even know about this. I've never heard of this company ever. Uh, but this is really exciting. First, it's exciting for the Valley because I think despite Arizona's um, reputation in the country, Arizona's a great place to live. There's a really a lot of great people here. There's a lot of people with um, uh, skills that I think Silicon Valley companies um, and 
and uh, manufacturing companies could benefit from. And, you know, we don't cost as much. It doesn't cost as much to live here as it does to live in like Austin or um, San Francisco. So I think Phoenix is a great place for tech companies to come. And I'm excited to see that Lucid's coming to Arizona. And hopefully, if they're listening to this, hey, um, invite me out to your property. I would love to take a look at uh, your vehicle. They had two vehicles um, for show there. Uh, They were all kind of camouflaged up and you couldn't really tell what they they look like they just kind of had markings on them so you couldn't get a good feel of what the car looked like because it's still you know kind of a secret but it's supposed to have an 87 kilowatt battery hour uh kilowatt hour battery excuse me and uh 900 horsepower which is insane which tells me that's not going to be a car that i'm going to be able to afford but you know what they're entering the market and welcome welcome lucid motors i hope you guys do really well Um, It sounds like part of the car or part of the components for the car are going to be built in Mexico and then shipped up to to Casa Grande, which is, um, I don't know how long a drive that is. I've been down to Rocky Point once, and I think it's a three-hour drive from Phoenix. So, you know, it's not too too terribly far. Um, You can now buy a Tesla in New Zealand and Spain. Uh, Model S and Model X for sure in New Zealand, and I think just, I think they're both available in Spain and and uh, New Zealand, but I don't know that for a fact. Um, <clears throat> let's see here, the Tesla Powerwall uh, two is thirty percent more efficient than their competition. Uh, the Australian Renew Economy, um, which is a weird name, evaluated thirty different. Um, home energy storage solutions and found that the Tesla Powerwall was overall the most affordable and uh, worked the best and and was 30% less than its nearest competitor. Now, I don't know if this company has anything to do with Tesla. I don't know if Tesla paid this company to do this because I know that in Australia, it sounds, well, I don't know this. It sounds like because all these stories you hear about power walls, it, it always is coming from Australia. It seems like Australia probably has very expensive electricity or maybe unreliable electricity in certain parts of the country. I don't know. But um, if this is, in fact, an independent study, then that's great news. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have for today. Um there was, like I said, there was lots of good stories. I'm still trying to, honestly, I'm, uh, I've, you know, like I said, I've done other podcasts before, but I'm still trying to figure out, like, the timing, the, you know, somewhat entertain, trying to be entertaining. Uh, kind of feel like I'm being a dumbass at the moment, but I try to be entertaining and try to be present stories that are interesting. <laughs> but also trying to retool the show. So it might seem a little chaotic because I just feel like I'm missing something. And if you know what that something is, please tell me because I'll be happy to listen. And if that is, you know, short of get another host, which I'd be happy to do. I just can't pay anybody to do it because I don't have that much money or any money for that matter. Um, let me know. It, it 
you know, your feedback, like my buddy Trapper, he sends me texts every now and again. And hey, you know what, Trap? Thank you very much for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. If you want to contact me, you can hit me up on... Well, first you can email me. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. Uh, you can hit me on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter at 918digital. And if you listen to the show, please let me know. Because um, if I know you listen to the show, when I do just kind of random purging of people I follow, I won't unfollow you by accident. I only usually do it to the people who are really spammy. But who knows? I could accidentally remove somebody I didn't intend to. Uh, you can call and leave a message, and I'll put your your information on the show if you'd like at 918-401-0071. You can also email me and put an audio file, or just email me and I'll read it probably poorly. Uh, kilowatt.bz, is, again, is where you can go to read uh, the articles that didn't make it on the show. Not that they weren't great, I just thought that the other ones were a little bit better. Um, it looks like, and I don't know if this is because of the show, but the sticker packs are, are, um, that I had mentioned before are picking up in sales, uh, which is really nice. And thank you very much. If you've bought one, I really appreciate that. Um, excuse me. Uh, I do another podcast called oblivious where I review things. I just reviewed the movie Moana, uh, the Disney movie. And if you want to pick up those sticker packs, you know, shoot me an email, I'll send you a code, or you can just go to the iMessage app store on your iPhone or iPad, uh, do a search, you know what, there's a link, I'll put a link in the show notes, so do a link in the show notes and you can buy it, or like I said, just send me a email and I'll happily send you a free code to all of the, right now I have three sticker packs and I'm working on a fourth. So yeah, that's it. Man, what what a week. It's Christmas and I'm excited. Christmas time anyway. I haven't decided quite how I'm going to do the schedule for Christmas cuz it's really not in the United States after like the 19th to the 20th the news kind of dies off. So I'll probably still do a show but it would probably be abbreviated until after the first year so after the 20th until the first year it'd probably be abbreviated i think that's just one maybe two shows so let's see here the music should start any minute three two one hey there it goes thanks so much for listening everybody take care of each other and uh yeah here's hoping that this month we even get more listeners so tell your friends thanks so much